ego is going to take this video and <laughs> use it as an example of how we're such scammers. Don't do that, please. Oh my not god. Not very nice. Oh, it's, uh, it's not very nice to you. So, uh, if you say, you know, what scammers we are, like, you're really just hurting yourself. We're going to hand you our, our, the true assets that we have. Mm. Um, and that's our, our wisdom, our knowledge, our understanding. And we're sharing our, our, our being with you. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. And this is True Crime Human Design. And we are doing our first episode of the investigation. And I do have a little special guest here. Let me introduce Teresa Brenneman. And she also does human design. And we have been getting very, I guess, sacral excited about a lot of culty things, a lot of other people's charts, people in, you know, like the pop culture world and true crime. And we have a special episode today on Twin Flames Universe. But before we get there, I would love you to introduce yourself for a second, Teresa, and let people know about you. And we'll have a little chat about a couple things and then we'll dive in. Yeah. So I am a 2-4 emotional manifesting generator. Um for people who are into astrology, Gemini Sun, Capricorn Rising, and Scorpio Moon. Got to give the big three. Mm-hmm. We do it on um, here, so thank you for already doing okay. that. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, I've been in my human design experiment going on. I'm in my sixth year now, so almost to my, that first seven-year cycle completion. I feel like I'm graduating and like going into high school or something, <laughs> going into college maybe now. Um, but yeah, so I also do tarot. I do coaching. So I use human design as a foundation, but I also do parts work and somatic work and yeah, do tarot. So I'm all over the place, like a typical MG. You are. Yeah. yeah. I'm not always like, I'm not sure where you are today, yeah. um, but I'm watching. Yeah. You see <laughs> that it's a process. <laughs> it is definitely a process. You know, I think I used to try to keep up with you guys. Like I I, I had a lot of, in my childhood, a lot of manifesting generator friends. And so I always knew that you guys were different than me. Like I knew we had a vibe that was similar, mm-hmm. like that juice was there. But like you guys are just, I don't know how to even explain it. It's just like, I'll be like, how did you do that? Like I would, I was constantly like wondering with friends, how were you able to jump Yeah, like that far ahead when I'm just like, doot, doot. that's the difference I know my husband's also an MG and we had a friend of ours that was staying with us for like a year she just crashed with us and she's a pure generator and it was the first time it became very apparent because I just I guess I never realized how we just run circles around each other all the time and she was 
always making comments about that and yep. her process was just it was so different to watch her process it was just like slow and steady step by step and mm-hmm. for him and I were just chaos <laughs> so it yeah I mean we bit. figure it out eventually but it looks really chaotic from the outside yeah and also like just how you 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 do just skip steps that like yeah. I know that I know that I could never do so I'm just always like how did you do that so if you guys are new here and you don't know who I am, my name is Crystal and I'm a 1-3 sacral generator, rising Capricorn, Sagittarius sun, and an Aries moon. And we are doing something new here. Maybe you have seen our last episodes on the transits. Maybe you've seen some more educational episodes, but we are starting a new series. And I didn't know exactly how to start. I actually almost recorded an episode like this a few times in 2023, but there was something that kept telling me to wait, which is super fucking annoying. Um, when it's, it's like when you have the juice and you have this passion, but you know it's just sort of in this mental state and it has to drop in and it just didn't drop in at all. And I'm just like, oh, are we ever going to do this or what? And then I had um, actually um, a therapist that reached out to be on the podcast to talk about a serial killer and it just didn't work out. But then I was like, he planted the seed in me like maybe I should have somebody come on and talk about like this passion that I have like I have like a serious passion about this and yeah. so um then we started chatting and we realized oh we should probably do this together so yeah. here we are we're here we're going to talk about twin flames universe maybe you guys have seen the documentaries on it maybe you've seen stuff on social media or there's a lot of stuff on YouTube I actually want to drop um, a couple episodes that I've watched from other YouTubers that talked about Twins Flame, Twins Flame Universe that I I thought was helpful. Um, and I think we're going to also play some, some of their episodes too. So you can, guys can get a little bit of a feel of who they are. And then we're going to talk about their charts. Um, I really wanted there to be um, a way to be able to share human design educate you guys, but have fun at the same time. So here we are. We're going to do a chart analysis together. I am obviously the investigator. Okay. Um, Why did you zoom out camera? You're supposed to zoom. There we go. Zoom in. There we go. Um, And so before we jump into their charts and we watch some of their videos, let's talk about what does it mean to be a twin flame and also a little bit about cults because we both have a little bit of a history with cults. Um, But first twin flames. So what do you think a twin flame is? And like, I'm also going to look up the definition while we're here. Yeah, definitely look up the definition because I don't want to be giving misinformation, but I, I know like this, it, I think there, it has like so many different ways to say this though. Right. And I think the origin perhaps was through astrology. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? The, the, okay. A lot of I astrologers. Not, I, mm-hmm. Keep I know going. Not all, not all astrologers believe this or prescribe to this, but, or subscribe to this, <laughs> but, um, I think that was the origin. And so I'm looking. Go ahead. What do you think it is? And then from we'll what it definition. seems, uh, a twin flame, and and actually, I think I heard Jeff say this <laughs> that they were created by God at the you're created by God at the exact same time. Which how could you ever know that? First of all, but mm-hmm. that you're basically the same person, soul. the same soul. Okay, that mm-hmm. was it. The same soul, mm-hmm. and then you find each other on Earth, and mm-hmm. so it creates this belief that there is one person out there for you. One and only one. Yes. 
That is a very that is a definition. And then I'm looking here. Um, what is a twin's flame relationship? And it says a twin flame is a new age concept that describes a certain intense connection between two individuals who are supposedly two halves of one whole. That's where you were going with that. Cause that's yeah. the soul. Okay. There we go. Of, one whole of the soul. And so that should be a thing. Um, but twin flame is not recognized clinical term, although so-called <laughs> twin flame relationship can often be described using modern relationship terms. And so, yeah, it's basically like you have one other half on the universe that you have to fucking find. Like how many fucking people are on this planet where you think you're going to find that one golden ticket? I'm just like, I'm not buying it. I'm just no. I'm just not buying it. I mean, I and honestly, like when I think of also twin flames, and this has also been described, it can be a very tumultuous relationship. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't. Right. I, I, I feel like I had a similar, I guess, twin flame, if you want to call it that, experience with my high school boyfriend um, that I was on and off with that was very tumultuous, very toxic. That's also a trait with, I feel like, with twin flames. And it's like, why are you looking for that? Yeah. Uh, that was a horrible experience. I mean, it was also passionate, though. I think that's the other thing is it's like passionate. Um it feels very emotional to me also yeah, like the butterflies in the stomach and and then it's like people think that that's love or that that's how you have to feel when you're with your partner or when you first meet them when that really hasn't been my experience of like healthy love yeah. it feels much more stable and secure and it could even be seen as quote-unquote boring if you're I was about to say it. that yeah if you're comparing it to this you know spicy passionate uh, connection. So yeah, I think it can be really problematic to spew that this is truth with a capital T, you know, and if especially impressionable people who are perhaps going through a really rough breakup or just feeling really lonely, they could totally latch onto this belief and want to seek guidance around it and think that this is going to change their life and they're going to find their one true twin flame especially when some people spout that it also helps you like manifest your dream life and then it ends up trickling into that whole like new age manifestation type belief system too oh yeah we've all been down that train oh yeah <laughs> we're not immune <laughs> but once you get no. past that and you see that it's all just basically uh capitalism <laughs> wearing uh -huh. a different costume <laughs> you know yeah. or, or consumerism should i say it's yeah. just a yeah it, it's very problematic. I think I also want to preference here that what we're about to talk about is just our take, okay? Yeah. This is ju just our perspective, some opinions, some ideas we have to throw around. Do not take anything we say right now as fact. Obviously, use discretion, use your own authority. It's not that I – and I, I have an open solar plexus, so I honestly – this is going to be a fun ride for me because like I don't really like throwing people under the bus per se. Um because I would never want someone to throw me under the bus when I think about it. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like people need this information so that they know what to look for. Like signposts yeah. of what is a cult? What does it what does it take to start a cult? What does it take to be in a cult? What are the types of people that are looking for cults? And I feel like there's a lot of that information in these people's charts. And that's why I want to do this to show you guys like 
how to know what to look out for, because sometimes you end up in a cult that we're going to talk about right now. You end up in a culty situation, I guess we could say, and you're like, where the fuck am I? And you didn't even yeah. realize because they're it's very tricky. It's That's what happened to me. <laughs> 26 to me, the trickster, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, okay, let's talk about this. So let's talk about before we dive into their their charts and we'll watch a couple videos on them as well. Tell us about your cult experience or culty experience. Yeah. So I was involved with Teal Swan who I also know had a documentary about or maybe a few documentaries about over the last couple of years. Um, I found her when I was in a very rough place. I was going through a breakup and um, just starting to self-actualize in a way that I hadn't before. And kind of in one of those places in life where I was like, what have I done to end up here? Why me? That mm -hmm. type of thing. Having an existential crisis. And I feel like that's who these people tend to market to or who they try to grab is these people that are really at rock bottom and struggling with something. And she just felt like this guru that was going to come save me from what I was experiencing and had all of the answers and had all of the solutions. And I do have to say like there was, I think that's what's so hard about cults and cult leaders is they will take something that is true and then twist it and manipulate it or they will take oh. good ideas and communicate them in a way that's very self-serving and so I don't want to say that like her teachings were wrong or, or all of them were wrong I got so much out of her teachings and it really was what kind of catapulted my um, healing journey or learning about myself and that kind of thing um, however I feel like the way that I saw her was up on a pedestal and like she has all these answers that I don't have and this was obviously before I started deconditioning and really anchoring into my authority so I was a follower of hers I guess in the way that I read her books and I watched her YouTube channel but I wasn't a part of her Facebook group so I didn't actually know that there was this whole culty side of it mm -hmm. I just thought she was like a prolific uh, thought leader essentially that was and very transfer saw... power to me the way you're talking <laughs> yeah about this. totally totally um and I actually did have a analyst mention that when I told him this story, he was like, oh, yeah, you want and you saw her as like the best, you know, and when personal view transfers to power, it's like I need to have the best because of what a big following she had. And so I saw her following as almost like social proof that she knew what she was talking about. And then also of her background and her story, which I don't want to say is true or not true, but I will say that there's people out there that have like found holes in her background and her story and questioned it and it made me start questioning it, like wow is she actually being honest um so yeah anyways I ended up going to one of her retreats I actually went to her completion process practitioner training oh, and wow. to be fair I did learn some really good skills and um at the time I was like two years into having a or being a healing practitioner and doing Reiki and um, muscle testing and that kind of thing and so I just wanted another tool in my toolbox and I thought it would be helpful and I did learn you know holding space and what does that really mean and a lot of other things. However, as soon as I got there, I see, I, I walk up, we all meet at this coffee shop because it was like the house we were staying at was an hour away from the airport and we all had to take a van together. And I walk up and everybody's wearing her, like the really colorful gear that she sells. It's like her artwork oh. and she puts it on clothes. And I, and like, I'm not even joking. People had backpacks and suitcases that were, yeah, that were her stuff. And I walk up Marketing and they go, oh man. dude, right? <laughs> I walk up and they go, oh my God, are you a tealer? 
And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and I I immediately was like, oh no, am I in a cult? Did I just join a cult? <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I met a few people pretty a couple days in. It was only a five day retreat, but I met a few people that were also kind of questioning and weary and like what's going on here. And it was very clear, like who was drinking the Kool-Aid. And and then you could tell there were people who were on the fence and were kind of like standing up to her and questioning her at times, which it was interesting seeing how she responded to people questioning her, which was not well. Oh, Um, yeah. And that's what really started making me be like, oh, God, I think this is a cult because I'd worked with other mentors and, you know, masters of their craft, and they would always welcome being questioned. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'd worked with a Reiki master. I'd worked with a shaman. They were never like, I know the actual truth. Like they were kind of always like, trust yourself. What do you think? And she wouldn't do that. She would say, no, this is the truth. And if you have a problem with it, you have a problem with authority, you know, and she would just find ways to spin it and manipulate it. She would even use human design to manipulate people. She knew about it. She knew she was a reflector and she would say, I'm a reflector in human design and I'm reflecting to you like what you don't want to see in yourself and things like that. And it was like, I feel like she probably had a baseline understanding of human design and just like what's took her it profile. She's a four six mm-hmm. fear motivation. Oh, um, yeah, I think I can't remember the I think she's closed taste, which was like very evident because like the food that we would all have to eat was very specific to her taste. And yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. Jeff and then might was- also have closed t- closed taste as well. That was a possibility. Mm, um, okay. With, okay. And with the hot dog thing, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, luckily I, you know, I came home from that and I became friends with somebody in the group that was like very rebellious in the group, like literally got banished and got made to put, she had to sit in a room by herself pretty much no. the whole time. No, I mean, she could have left the room, but she couldn't participate in what we were doing. Yeah. They, she was questioning Teal too much basically. And That's they were awful. like, yeah. And so I became friends with her. I'd go hang out with her like in our downtime. <laughs> we do energy work on each other. And I was just like, I always like befriend the rebels. I'm, I'm just curious about, about the people that are going. I have a lot of individual circuitry. So I'm always very curious about the people that are going against the grain and questioning. And she was a two five and was just like, no, this isn't right. Um, So, yeah, we ended up becoming friends. And then I feel like she shifted my mentality to really be aware of what teal was trying to do and you know since then i can look back and think you know i'm really glad i went through that it was a great learning experience and i can say i did take like teal's teachings that are good they are really good but i just think she preys on people who are in a really rough spot and she even preys on people who are actually suicidal and you know really yes like uses that in her seo marketing and um tries to find those people (laughs) that are at the bottom leaders do and that's a big thing that Jeff and Shalia of Twin Flames also did, and they would have their little minions go and do, where go in these Facebook groups and look for people that were special needs, people that had, um, that were LGBTQ plus, um, because they knew that they would be susceptible to this type of teachings that they were teaching. Wow. That's like, wild. And there's that's why I'm like, we need to talk about the signposts here. Yes. What to look out for. Um, and again, don't take anything as as fact or truth. Use discretion, use your authority. I always like to say that. True, it probably is. Yeah, I just (laughs) had an actually advice I can ever say. (laughs) I just had a similar experience that were 
um, I was asked to join a platform as a reader and they sold me on all these things that I was my little nosy because I'm small cognition was skeptical about. And I said to myself, you know what? And I asked them, I said, if I do follow through, will I be able to get back what I'm putting into this if I just if I change my mind and they say they said yes so I figured I would test the situation and I went in a week went by it was like dead air the person that promised these things like disappeared was nowhere to be found and I was like give me my shit back um I I, I I no longer trust you or this situation. I'm not interested. But I always, as a third line, <laughs> and as smell cognitive, I also like to test my smell. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I like to experiment and see like, well, am I actually right or am I like, because I have uncertainty sense. And so I, I and I'm on define Ajna open head. So I'm I'm always like, I'm not sure. I smell something funny, but I feel like let's just try if there's a possibility to go go back and take take back afterwards. If we can do take backs and I can go through with it at the beginning, then I'll give it a, tr- a, a give it a try. But I don't I'm not much of a gambler. I, I have never been much of a gambler. Um, and I kind of have a similar experience with working at the Kabbalah Center which people also saw as a cult. And when I would tell people that I worked at the Kabbalah Center, they would say, isn't that, they would say two things. They would say, isn't that the thing that Madonna does? And then they would, (laughs) and then they would say, isn't that a cult? Um, And I, um, and like, and I actually don't have it on now. I was actually wearing for a while. um, And I'm thinking about putting it back on was the red strings. Oh my God. Do you have one? that on but it was from my reiki master oh wow yeah red strings <laughs> go for a lot of different cultures and modalities and at, at like a whole bunch of stuff but um so it's like there's all these like little things and then there was like they had these like white parties and there was like some other mm-hmm. things that like if you get if you start to get real deep into it um i'm just like i think things get distorted i think when it comes with even with human design, people yeah, turn it absolutely. into a cult. Yes. Uh, it can also be seen as a cult. And also you can Google, there's definitely uh, content on is human design a cult? Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> I would question it too. Like, especially with my background now, if I was just learning about it, I'd be like, what is going on with this? <laughs> right. So I think a lot of things, and even with this, and we're going to watch a video of the first time, uh, one of the first videos of Jeff and Shalia when they first started uh, Twin Flames, that I feel like at the beginning of everything or the foundation of a lot of things in Kabbalah, I think the foundation of Kabbalah is pure. And I think everybody should like either take Kabbalah one or get uh, the power of Kabbalah um, just as a foundation of honestly humanity and like why we're all here. I feel like they give a brilliant explanation on it and really what the true act of sharing is that nobody really knows about. All of that's in Kabbalah One or the Power of Kabbalah. I think um, everybody should learn about that even just as just like curious. But I think once things start to get accelerated and you start to move through a lot of these systems or a lot of these religions, even religion is can be seen as a cult. Um and you, like even human design, when you take it to the extreme, 
yeah. right? Humanity, gay 15. When you take mm -hmm. anything to the extreme, it's like, hmm, I don't know if that's as healthy anymore. So I think, and like, I'm always like, where's the middle ground? So that's why when it came to Kabbalah, I worked, I was an employee of the center first, and then I started taking their classes as because I, I felt like there's a purity here. There is, there is a purity. And it's, and I think everybody should learn about Kabbalah. Um, and, and that's, it, it's the foundation of human design. It's yeah. the, the body graph itself is the Kabbalah tree of life. So mm -hmm. it's like, if you're into human design, I think you should definitely, um, look into it, at least look into it. But there's some parts that I'm like, hmm, I think there's something a little weird. But again, that I think that goes with anything. Like I even, there's another, I have another true crime human design episode that I want to do on these two YouTubers uh, that uh, are Mormons um, that maybe you've heard about them. Did you hear about Ruby Frankie? Yes. Okay. Maybe you can come on and join me for that one too, because <laughs> <laughs> or we can go on your course and do Ruby Frankie. But um, their whole thing was a cult with yeah, Ruby absolutely. Frankie and Jody Hildebrand. If you guys know who I'm talking about, you can look, Google it, look it up, look on YouTube. There's 5 million different videos and they're about to go. There's another thing coming with them soon. I've been watching all their stuff. And I even looked up their charts together and there's a lot of electromagnetics between the two of them. So it's fascinating. It's just, mm -hmm. it's really fascinating when, you see how these things got started and how people get roped into this kind of stuff. And and really, like, I really want to express in this video signposts to look out for. And, like, let's see if we can find them in their charts. So let's yeah. let me share my screen with you guys. And we're going to watch – we're going to watch two videos. The first video we're going to watch is on um, when they first got started. This was – how old is this video? This video is seven years old. Okay. And so we're going to watch that video uh, just, you know, just a minute or so, so you guys can get a little feel on them. And then we're going to switch to one of their newer videos so you can see what that's about. So here we go. Hi, I'm Shalia. And I'm Jeff. And we're talking about nine signs that twin flame separation is almost over. This is a really exciting topic uh, because, well, you're about to enter your union, aren't you? So that's Oh, it's really, really exciting and happy times. And uh, we know how um, wonderful a triumph that is. And so uh, we channeled this, uh, these signs for you. And I guess I'll do the first half and you can do the last half. Sounds great. And what, what order is this in? Is, is it in any in order? No, no particular order. Okay, no particular order. It just do, 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 it does this. Okay. So here is uh, the first sign that your twin flame separation is almost over, is that you feel at peace within yourself. Yeah, that's, that's bang on. I mean, <laughs> uh, I personally know that. I mean, I've, I've of course, right? <laughs> yes, um, when you feel this deep peace within yourself, uh, then that is a very, very strong sign that your twin flame separation is almost over. Uh, I just want to uh, note that this is not something you can force on yourself. Like, if I just focus on being peaceful. Okay, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Her frequency is so weird in this video. And I know we had talked about before that he's a lot more reserved compared to how he is now in this video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He seems to be looking at her a lot for, like, direction. Um, direction, yeah. And the way that she just laughed 
right now. Yeah, that, that yeah, that I was felt eerie. that. Oh, it was so weird. I know we were trying to figure out is she a fifth line or not? For some reason, I feel like that was kind of not not saying all fifth lines behave in that way, but it's almost this feeling of like, how do I w- want to be perceived? What are people going to be projecting mm. onto me? Um, what persona should I use right now? Um, yeah, I almost feel like sometimes fifth lines like come across as like awkward at times in video when they're first starting to put themselves out there because they're trying to feel who's going to project onto them or what people are going to project onto them and what persona they should step into. Right. Especially if she's a five too, because I think that's one of the possibilities of a second. Let me see. Okay. Her chart. Let's just look at it for a second. Her options are five, one, five, two, or six, two. You guys let us know in the comments if you think she's any one of these. I I'm leaning towards five, two. I'm leaning towards five, two kind of hard um because she like i like as you said i i feel like she's um very conscious of her perception mm-hmm. um and what we're, what you know about twin flames if you guys i highly recommend watching the netflix or the and or the amazon documentary i've seen both and um people go at them hard and right now people are going at them hard because they've created a cult and i feel like to be really a cult leader fifth line energy Yes. And people are burning her at the stake right now. Oh, yeah. And she I almost think it. six twos can get away with a little more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also don't know that a six line on the roof would even care to have a cold, be- you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they would be doing this. Like I have seen a couple videos of her when she was kind of doing her own thing before mm-hmm. Jeff. And she was definitely more um, reserved and def- definitely seemed like she had kind of a different personality back then. So it could be very like third line before getting on the roof but I don't see her as that I really see her as this fifth line energy and yeah I mean we don't have the I also want to note we don't have her exact birth time um we just have her birth date and location and all those things um so it's hard to say exactly what her profile is but if you can see these are actually all the options for the day if you guys are looking at the screen right now um definitely if you're listening to the podcast come on over to youtube it's way better over here okay um because we got visuals and so as you can see here there's many options of profiles to be but if you look at her actual chart it's very fixed for the day like she's definitely a defined head in ajna definitely i feel like she is the mastermind of this entire situation that i a few people have called out when i've looked at like reddit threads and like i've done i've done my first line investigation okay guys and she she definitely is the mastermind in this but as you're gonna see in the next video that we're gonna watch which is a a more recent video she actually is the more reserved one um and it's jeff the little ego okay this is jeff's chart he has the 5125 no matter what okay and it definitely is is prevalent in everything they do. He just, I think, and this is, I I can relate to this with Jeff, where when you're kind of at the beginning of your journey of doing something, you don't want to be like too bold up front. Cause like, yeah. you know, like I think even though he probably has no idea what human design is, there's this innate knowing of our designs and, and ourselves, whether we know it or not, that like, I always knew that I could 
potentially rub people the wrong way or be seen. And like, I've had a lot of people say, oh, you think you're so perfect, don't you? And it's Mm -hmm. just, I get that where you, when you're starting stuff that you don't want to come across that way. So you're going to be a little bit more reserved than um, later on as we're going to see. I guess we should, that's where we should go next is we should watch that next video. Yeah, and I want to say if he is a second line, the shyness, boldness, boldness theme there, he was probably more shy at first, putting himself out there. And then once a second line feels like they're a natural at something or they have some sort of power in it, they become a lot more um, bold mm. and confident. In mm. That. Mm. Yes, I, I definitely see that with a lot of um, two fours, second lines. And I want to just look at so that you guys can also get a little visual too. These are the options for Jeff. So Jeff is either a 1-3, a 1-4, or a 2-4. So you guys also let us know in the comments what you think Jeff is. Maybe you've watched the documentary, so maybe you're going to learn something here. Um, Let us know what you think he is because he's kind of a wild card because if you you look at Jeff's history um, and what they explain in the documentaries, which I highly recommend seeing, is that he basically had a bunch of businesses, and I think he went to school for business as well, um, that he trial and aired out, which could also be a very manifesting generator thing. And also that 20, 2034 could also be involved in that. I know we talked about that a little bit before um, because it's like in that – that I couldn't I cannot compete with the 2034s, okay? <laughs> I have the 30 – I have the 1034. Um, so – I'm like that 20 is like a missing link for me. And I wouldn't even remotely try to move that quickly. But that's the yeah. thing is the 2034, the only manifesting generated channel in the body graph, it's like it moves at lightning speed when it's empowered. Yeah. And and he was empowered to start a business. And so he trial and errored out a lot of businesses. Um, and then even the, the first take on, I think, their business together where he was basically trying to tell people that he could cure them of diseases, um, which I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like, I, I obviously mean, you guys can hear my open throat where I have a lot of thoughts on this, yeah. but I mean, I'm a two four and that could be a very paper tiger thing. Like the second line is known as the paper tiger because if we if we think we're being called to something or we think we have something to sell um, or like it's almost, I don't want to get it confused with ego and undefined ego, but it's kind of like the, the paper tiger is this essence of I can do this thing for you or I have this thing and then not actually have the thing or not actually be able to do the thing, but being very confident with it. Right. Very confident. Um, yeah. And so you, I could also, and like, to be fair, I, I really don't know whether he's a one, three, a one, four or two, four, but mm-hmm. I think some of the things that we're seeing that we sometimes attribute to third lines could also be, you know, him being a second line, feeling like he's being called by certain things. Cause a yeah. lot of second lines, they'll put their energy, especially a 2034 second line could put their energy into a lot of different things because they, they may feel like it's a calling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. He totally could be a one. And he has the 44. Yeah, the thing that made me feel like he might be a two four also is um one first line personalities are tend to be very careful with what they put out there. Mm. You know, you want to make sure that you have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do fuck around and find out, but <laughs> I have I I just yeah, but it's almost like they're they're less likely to position themselves in as an expert in something. 
unless they've really gotten to the bottom of it. And of course, we're talking about somebody who might be acting from the not self. So I don't know if it's really fair to say like, but I, I even feel like most most first lines resonate with that. They just come off as like insecure until they know that they're a master of something. And he just would throw out shit all the time. That yeah. didn't seem like he knew where it came from or had a source or had the foundation, um, which just kind of felt more second line to me. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, no, I that that makes that actually more, the way you said all of that makes more sense to me when I like when I'm thinking back at all the things that he's done because he never actually investigated anything. No, it was actually Shalia with her defined head and Ajna that yes. did all the investigating that uh, had all these modalities, these systems that were able to lure people in to what they were doing, but he doesn't know a lick of what he's talking about that you were going to see, or maybe you have seen in any of the videos you've watched with him because he's just, he's just rifting. He's he's just riffing and grifting. (laughs) Lots of grifting. Um, Let's watch that second video of them. And as you can see, he looks a little different now. Um, This is actually what they look like now. Um, So Let's go ahead and play that video as well. Jeff. And I'm Shalia. Welcome back to our Welcome channel. back to our channel. Today we're going to talk about the magical sex life. And this is Twin Flames Happily Ever After. It is our way of showing you what Twin Flame Union, union looks like after the fairy tale uh, story typically ends. <laughs> Usually says at the end of the, the fairy tale... And then they lived happily ever after. Well, here it is. This is what uh, we wanted to show you through our YouTube channel. And today we're talking about our sex life and how you can transform your sex life if it goes dead, dead in the water. What happens if you are no longer sexually attracted to your twin flame? What happens if you no longer have that spark anymore? What happens if it maybe it used to be hot and spicy and wonderful, even if it was for a long time? And this happened to us in a way and wanted to share our real life experiences, wanted to share our story uh, so that maybe it will help you to uh, get through this one if you ever run into this issue. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're in a circumstance where you have to take a break sexually, like which was the case for us when we uh, went to have our embryo transfer. Okay, I've had enough. Um, (laughs) I just wanted you guys to get a little a little taste, a little sample. Um, As you can see, Jeff was a little bit more confident in that video. And he actually like that was actually him. Like, I wish I could have done a little more research on which video to show you guys because he gets loud. He gets loud. He gets bold, especially when he's in some sort of it seems like group setting. Like if you watch any of the documentaries, especially I think especially the Netflix one showed a lot of their stage presence in their group gatherings. And he was nuts. Like that is the only way to put it. He was loud. Like I feel like he was almost like the times like when my open throat sometimes goes into this like. I don't know, very not selfie thing or like sometimes when like the saggy just comes out of me, it's just like you need to shut the fuck up, Crystal. And I see that in him extra um, and it's definitely a show. 
It's a show mm-hmm. that he's he's putting on. Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, and he's also is he an Aries too? Yes. Yeah, he's an Aries, yes. which makes a lot of sense. Like the fire, um, it being a cardinal sign, uh, that having the channel of initiation. Um, yeah, he he's just very bold. <laughs> and he and clearly he's taken on this look of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm trying to pull up his uh his uh uh everything, the human human design in Australia. Yeah. Aries, so he's an Aries son, uh Leo ascendant. Oh, uh, I was I was thinking he had a prominent Leo placement. Yep, right there. And then his moon is Scorpio. Okay. So yeah. Um he's 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 an interesting he's an interesting bird. He's an interesting bird. Oh, he's about to go in his nodal return too. Oh, that'll be fun to witness. Um <laughs> <That'll be fun. laughs> Let's go back to his regular chart. But um, yeah, he's a special they're they're both special breeds together. Yes. There's a lot, there's a lot to say. There's um, but what's interesting is so he has the 64, and then Shalia, she's got the full channel. She's got a lot of activity. There's a couple, there are a couple gates that go in and out through the day for them. So not all these gates might be 100 percent but the channels are. Um, and so she has the 1222, I think, and you have the 1222, don't you? Yep. Okay, so we got to talk about this for a second because, and actually, I do want to know. This is just for funsies. Twelve twenty-two is in my tr- top three of favorite channels that <laughs> that that I like to witness. I have a few. I love the twelve twenty-two. I love the forty-three twenty-three. Um, like all the fucking weirdos because the twelve twenty-two mm-hmm. is like super dramatic. And like, what the fuck did you just say? And then it's like there, you just like disappear into yeah. thin air. There's there's no in between with the twelve twenty two. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I always um, make jokes about how I show up on Instagram because I'm either like just talking off the rails in my stories and I can't shut the fuck up, or I'm just I don't exist. <laughs> and when I'm in the mood to share and I'm in, in the mood to express, it's it all just comes out like word vomit. But then when I'm not in the mood, I seem like a Scrooge or like a curmudgeon or. Um, just very closed off and so it's it's like I mean it makes sense that 12 is a Gemini gate because there's very much two sides to it it's um, yeah it's very multifaceted so yeah and she's a Virgo Virgo sun Mm. so and I think she has actually a bunch of either Virgo or earthy placements let's look at that for a second real quick so we can get a which that would also make sense with your theory that she's the mastermind and kind of controlling mm-hmm. things he's the the aries you know the one that'll put himself out there and be really loud and she's the one kind of like being strategic in the background oh she's strategic oh she knows what she's doing she's definitely the mastermind of this and jeff's kind of like run with that at this point as we can see like he's the more vocal one but he's sacral you know everything's operating in the now for him he's not afraid to like say what needs to be said in the moment he's got an openness between the head and the ajna so he has no idea what he's talking about all his thoughts are just like coming out at word vomit he's got that airy sun that fire and they just it's really i love watching actually why is this spinning so much and not going i feel like because i'm on zoom it's being weird um but watching 
Aries sacral beings. There's a little bit of like a contradiction between Aries and sacral. I feel like just because I feel like Aries, how do I say? It's more of a, it's kind of like if I were to label like using, I like to sometimes label the signs with human design. Um, and so um, we're just not going to get that. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I feel like Aries is very manifestor is where I was going with that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm left dominant. So like when things get just like take over like my peripheral, I just like can't. I can't focus. So I'm sorry. I was trying to get this back on and then trying to talk at the same time. I am not a multitasker. Uh, I would love to be, but it's just not going to ever happen. Anyways. So yeah, I just feel like the Aries is very manifestor energy. It's the thing about it, it's the first sign in the Zodiac. They are the initiators of, of the Zodiac. And so I feel like there's a little bit of contradiction there with like sacral beings of needing to wait. Yeah. Um. But like that Aries energy that feels like it needs to go at the same time. And so I think we see that with him where it's like, and I think maybe it's more so even at the beginning where he wasn't sure um, if he should go or not, but like the fire was in him. He's also a defined heart along with being a sacral being also being a defined G, right? And he's a defined G. Yeah. Because yes. he's got the 2034. So I'm not the 20. I mean the 1020, excuse me, 1020. And he's got the false... Look at all this. All integration. All of it. All of it. Which I feel like could be really good for a cult. I think so too. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's just, it's potent to have the entire circuit or the entire channel there. Um, The 5720 sharing, it's intuitive in the now. Like I'm, I feel like, and this was something that people said and before I looked up his chart, I was like, oh, is there a chance he's a projector? Because people yeah, would talk about his, his stare and his eyes would just penetrate. But now seeing that he has a 5720, and the 57 is very penetrating. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that especially in person with people, maybe he was picking up on things intuitively and sharing things. And it comes across as like, oh, this person knows something, you know? And so I could see how people could easily put him up on a pedestal. And as if he is a second line there's projections there too right right and he's um he's always well, shores environment penetration oh yeah that's oh, oh that's there see, that's there's the penetration there, there it is, is. there it is that is literally it and that's and i i actually have worked with a lot of cross of penetration people mm -hmm. and some of them actually have been projectors too which is fun to have both that both yeah. extra it's double, like just double penetration extra. yeah double penetration <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's and that that's I actually forgot to look at that. I saw it earlier, and then I and then it just didn't register when we had that conversation about is he a projector? Is he not? Um, it's impossible for him to be a projector. But that cross of penetration that makes more sense, and that fifty-seven. It's and Scorpio Moon. Like I'm a Scorpio Moon, and people always make comments about my eyes and like yeah. having intense eyes. Like there is definitely something there. Yeah, and he's left body. He's always also always shores. Um, which I find, I find to be interesting because I feel like it's hard, like Shores people fascinate me with being kitchens, um, and it being my opposite environment. And I have a big thing on environments and like the other end, um, and working with it and being like stuck in it. Sometimes I feel like people don't talk about body transference, but I do believe it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but he, he is going to attract an audience in a way. And it's almost like, his creates a kitchen that his not self just like gets center stage is what I notice when I hear when I see him speaking in front of a big audience. Mm, 
Yeah, I'm sure is artificial. And uh, what I've noticed about being shores is a lot of people come to me or I meet people at the shore. I meet people when they're in transition. Mm. And so if you think about it, that could also be prime real estate for a cult leader Mm. because there's going to be people just showing up in his environment that are in transition and they need help because that's usually what it is with me. It's like they somehow know that I have some kind of perspective for them or that I can hold them through that transition or whatever. And so I would imagine he just like attracts people, whether he's true self or not self or whatever, he's still going to attract people that are in some sort of transition. I think he, he looks for that. He would tell, they would tell their followers. I think it was him. Like now he's the one that's kind of like taken over. And then Shalia is kind of like whispering in his ear right now. But where he, they would tell their followers, their minions, whatever you want to call them, to go into these groups, like looking for these types of people, because he knew that they were in a rough patch, they were in some sort of transition, they were in a place of stuckness, and he knew that he could give them that other Shores perspective that I feel like you guys are really good at doing, um, and like you guys really do see boundaries well I feel like I learned boundaries really well from shores people as the yeah. kitchens and being sag uh Sagittarius I don't I don't and I'm also open throat like I don't know what boundaries boundaries do not exist in my <laughs> boundaryless <laughs> I I feel like 2023 was the year of learning about boundaries but like I feel like shores people they really like know the right word sometimes to like draw the line for people and be like this is the right side to be on yep of the shore um and and that could be mass manipulation to me Yeah. yeah totally totally i could see how it could end up that way for sure Hi there. We wanted to share with you more ways to connect with us and our free and paid resources and offers that will help you elevate your life and begin to tap into your fullest potential to live out your dreams. First up, we have created a free tips and tricks to understanding your strategy and authority and a free crash course on the transits that you can find in our beginner's path on our website in the show notes down below. And if you're ready to get a deeper understanding of the human design language and how to apply this to your very own chart, check out our user manual to your true self. And if you've been studying human design for a while and ready to lift up the hood of your vehicle and take a peek inside to better understand your process, we have created a mini variables class on the four radical transformations. Now, we do not have view or motivation available to purchase, but we have recently developed a kick-ass variable intensive called the Color Code Variable Intensive. That is a five-week journey through the Radical Four Transformations, and because our last round went so well that I can't even put into words, I can't even describe, but we are doing it again this fall. So please make sure you are subscribed to our email list because early bird enrollment is about to be made available. And lastly, if you are interested in one-on-ones with me, Crystal, then check out my readings on our website down below to snag one of my reading spots or email us the word waitlist to be added to the next available openings as I get booked up very quickly. And everything else that you might be interested in, you can find on our website, 
humandesignastro.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel for some prime education. Now let's go listen to the rest of this captivating episode. And his Plutos are in gate 44. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are too. That was like a, well, one of mine is my design. Pluto is, a, I think that was a generational thing around that yeah. time. Yeah, Pluto's Pluto is going to be generational. But yeah. I think Pluto is really the planet of truth. And with the 4426 also being known as the channel of the entrepreneur, I feel like he he knows how to like kind of dig deep with mm-hmm. people and kind of like pull he always would help like tell people to go back to to their history and like do their mirror exercise let's talk about that oh, mirror let's exercise. talk about the mirror speaking shores speaking oh, of God. shores okay and what is per potential um for invite oh also shores wow oh my god we just okay we everything's everything everything is making sense now like literally Life just made sense to me. That freaking mirror exercise is the most shoresy thing you can do. And I know there's a version of that from other people that they hijacked yes. and stole for them from themselves. You Byron me- Katie was what made me think of. Have you heard of Byron Katie? It sounds familiar, but I no, I'm not. She's like OG self help person, but um, yeah, she basically has you. I forget what she calls it, so pardon me here. But if you look up the work of Byron Katie, it'll come up. But she has you basically would do the same thing that they did it's like replace your name with like he's mad at me or he's not paying attention to me say I'm mad at myself I'm not paying attention to me mm. you know and and it's this whole thing and so when I saw that they're doing the mirror exercise I'm like they just stole Byron Katie's which I'm sure plenty of self-help people have a similar have. Thing. I've heard others yeah I'm sure and I remember Teal Swan doing something along those lines like not mm-hmm. exactly that but yeah it's like basically this notion of everybody is a reflection of you and so if you're upset with some Somebody, it's because you're projecting it's like the whole projections thing was mm-hmm. very strong in there and and that's that's the thing with these cults okay is they'll take certain truths mm-hmm. that like anybody can be like oh yeah that makes sense or yeah i believe that right i believe that that uh, that uh, that feels right or whatever right but then they'll twist it they'll make some yeah, so sort of word salad things. yeah yeah and that's where I think her Shalia's um here, let's go back to her regular chart. But like that's where excuse abuse or just like very poor behavior because you're blaming something on yourself instead of holding somebody accountable. Mm. And that's all they did. That's literally mm-hmm. all they did. And that like, and every time that somebody would like try to call them out or whatever, they they would be like, oh, this is a basically a projection and this needs to be used for the mirror exercise you need to go do the mirror exercise right now and replace us with yourself oh my god the girl that was in jail first for um so there was this girl that they convinced to go get her twin flame that was part of the part of their tactics or the issue with what they were telling people to do her ex had a restraining order oh. against her which i guess she didn't know about but she was out at a club for her birthday and he just so happened to be there that's the story that she said right. and she got right. arrested yeah. and i think she was in jail for like at, at least a month i think it was more she like she called months, him maybe. yeah and 
And Jeff said, well, now I know you're so committed to the teachings and the process. And she said she was doing the mirror exercise in prison. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the thing is that it's mass manipulation that and they have them watching only their videos. You're not allowed to like basically look at any other like social media. You're, you're like they cut you off from your family. This is all cult tactics that they do where it's like this new programming that's being instilled in you as truth. And yep. they supposedly, I mean, I've never, I've never gotten locked into a cult before, but that it's extremely hard to deprogram somebody that um, is in a cult environment. Like you yeah. basically have to kidnap them. I was actually watching this one video that I think we're going to try to link below as well, um, where um, the guy that was uh it was a, a husband and wife they were watching the twin flames and they were talking about it because he had been in a cult um and so they had talked about somebody else that they knew that had to get basically kidnapped oh my God. um to, to and then like put them with a therapist for however long um that also not all therapists are equipped for cults like there's actually therapists for cults i didn't know that um oh. until i started watching all this stuff but basically, like you have to get deprogrammed. And so they what Twin Flames does is amongst other cults is they cut you off from your family. They they make them the enemy. Everybody outside of Twin Flames is the enemy. They also have people working as slaves. They tell them they're going to pay you all this stuff. Um, the, the one documentary, I think it was the Netflix, the girl with the, the curly red hair, that wore a lot of jackets. Um, she got married in a coat. And I was just like, what is this outfit that you're getting <laughs> married in? Um, but she said they so they really needed to have like these um these wins, right? And so they would find either couples um that or like they would tell them, Oh, you go, she would uh Jeff told her, go get your man. Go and get your man. And so she convinced this guy that she was only in like a uh, like a month or a couple months of a relationship, that that was her twin flame. Somehow she convinced him to come into the cult. And so Jeff and Shalia paid for their housing, paid for all the stuff in the home, but they made them buy specific things to their taste. That's why I do wonder about Jeff's determination and stuff like that because they were very specific about this stuff and they said down to the curtains that they had to buy. Wow. Like the control that these people yeah. have. I mean, even the girl that got arrested and I guess she had cut off her family mm -hmm. and she ended up, I think that's why she was in jail for so long was she had cut off her family and she didn't know who to call. Yeah. And eventually she broke down and called her mom and her mom spent like her life savings bailing her out. And then she had to go live with her mom who she had cut off previously. Yeah. And she was still working for Jeff and Shalia. Yes. Living with her mom and just never leaving her bedroom, just doing whatever she needed to do online for them and her, they interviewed her mom and her mom was like really worried about her and is like well of course I think she's in a cult because she was in a in jail and I had to bail her out and now she's never leaving her bedroom you know yeah that was the other thing I was listening to this other YouTube um of one of the people that were in the cult and she was one actually at the beginning that she and she had gotten out in 2020 and she had been in for a while 
And she said that she was their marketing. She also ran their social media. She was also um, recruiting people in Facebook. Like literally these people have about 50 jobs. They're, um, they're getting paid next to nothing or zero dollars. Um, they're a lot of times telling them you'll, you'll make this amount, blah, blah, blah. And they, they never see the paycheck. And right. a lot of them have gone bankrupt. Um, this one that was on the po- uh, the YouTube that I was watching, she went bankrupt. Um, and it's it was very MLM-y too. Oh, very MLM. Once they start having the coaching side of it, like they start teaching people to coach and then they want their coaches to coach coaches to coach yeah. coaches, you know, and it's, it's this whole pipeline. What are your thoughts on that? Cause I know you do identify as a coach. I personally, uh, I actually just, I'm in a summit, an online summit. And I saw that she had my name, uh, human design coach. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, I had a, I emailed her and I said, you need to change that to mentor because I am not a coach. I don't identify as that. And I think a lot of it is like people like this give what a coach could really be a bad name. Yeah. I, um, you know, it was a name, a, a word that I've gone back and forth with a lot. I think the reason that I use it now is just because there's recognition there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I have worked with some incredible coaches. Um, the man that I learned voice dialogue or parts work from had been an executive coach for 20 years and it was just incredible. And I, I, I don't think it's a word that should be tarnished because of what's going on because I think it belittles the incredible coaches that are out there because it's like I get why they call it that like there is a um within that word there is this like mentorship I guess implied when I think about like a baseball coach or some somebody like that growing up you know it's like there's kind of like a mentorship there there's a hand holding mm-hmm. um there's a helping you towards your goals kind of energy so you know I've come back to it I don't I don't necessarily introduce myself as a coach I say I'm a practitioner but then you can book coaching calls with me so um yeah, that's kind of where I've landed with it. But I can understand totally why people don't want to be called that right now. Or as, and especially if you're like an astrologer and a human design practitioner and, you know, you have a lot of tools in your toolbox because uh, the nature of the coaching industry the last couple of years has been really rocky because of people like this, yes. because of grifters like this. Yes. And like they have no background. That's the thing. It's yeah. not like they yeah. took any classes themselves. They literally, as I said earlier, they came online um, with Jeff trying to sell that he could heal people's diseases, which yeah. I'm like, where is that? That's very paper that's- tiger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like you have no foundation. Uh, you're just getting on there and being like, I think I could do this. <laughs> and that's what it seemed like for like a lot of their businesses and at the, at the beginning. And they even talk about this is one way that they they lure people. And we were once poor, too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, I forget which one it was. I think it was the Amazon one. Um, His high school friend, Jeff's high school friend, took them in. They had nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, and took them in. And that was when the hot dog thing started. And they also have a diet. They have a, tr- uh, a twin flames diet. Um, Is it called like the divine dish? <laughs> and they would charge like $1,000 a month for eat hot dogs every day. <laughs> Morning, noon, night. These giant sandwiches. That oh, yeah, they just, were. I get heartburn just looking at. Yeah. And you would see 
um i think um the the redhead with the curls and the jacket in the netflix documentary she gained an ex- uh an enormous amount of weight um from the diet and and she's she's got a relatively small frame like when you look at her now in the documentary and then they, they show what she looked like in twin flames you're like whoa because well, they were saying you have to eat this much. So she was probably going against her own like hunger cues or whatever and just forcing herself to eat every like they had said you have to eat all this food every yeah. day. Yeah. There's the the control. I mean, the control factor in cults is huge. Mm-hmm. But when you get into like the details of the control factor of this group and they also have their little minions that work for them for free in their house that clean for them that take care of them, do all the things. And they also have a kid now. They just had a baby not too long ago. Um, and I there's there's just so much. There's so much with them. Like I like the endless amount of content um that they have for just their their youtube page and even like on their website and then their facebook group their forum it's it's like and like it's so mg to me like i'm just like where are you yep yeah it's wild and the control factor is really interesting because we think about all these ways because here's the argument oh these people have free will they could leave whenever they want and I've heard that argument so many times in different types of cults, especially these online cults, because this is a relatively new thing. How can you have an online cult? They're not actually physically forcing them to be anywhere. To They're not preventing them from leaving, right? But people are invested. They've invested money. They've invested the money. their time, their energy. Um, you know, if you're paying a thousand dollars a month for divine dish, you're going to want to follow what it's saying because you're paying so much money right. for it. So, and we don't even know the extent of the psychological control tax. I mean, in the Netflix documentary, you see some of the tactics that they would use because there was a gal who was one of like the original people. And she had, um, a thumb drive that had like thousands of hours of, video on it and you see things that they didn't want people to see right Mm -hmm. like um employee meetings and stuff like that and you can you really see how controlling they become and how much they're trying to take control of all aspects of these people's lives because jeff is literally yelling at them on zoom in these videos and telling them oh, how about the gender situation oh, where i was about telling... that's where i was about to go so thank you let's so much. go there that was <laughs> yeah. my that was my next segue um mate you guys may or may not know again i highly recommend watching these documentaries you'll learn all about it it's actually more so in the amazon documentary um about the gender but so basically this and this is just my perspective on how they did this so as a lot of people know when it comes to spirituality you're going to get a lot more women than men, right? And so what they were spell- selling was the spiritual element of you meeting your soulmate, you meeting your twin flame, you meeting your other half. And so when these people were getting restraining orders, the girl that we just talked about, she wasn't the only one. The people that were getting restraining orders against them, um, the people that were not getting their twin flame, um, they they then decided we have to find something new. Very manifesting generally. Let's pivot. We're going to pivot. We're pivoting. And so they pivoted to um, telling you, actually, we know who your twin flame actually is. It's not that guy we were just talking about a month ago. Somebody in this group. And guess what? It's somebody in this group 
that's not actually the gender that they were born with. It's actually somebody in this group that actually, and they were, they were very into the feminine masculine before yeah. this started. So they took that and they ran with it. They, again, pivoted. They took, they're like, okay, we're, people identify, again, using things that are like truths or people are aware of or they know, taking that that feminine masculine energy and then we're going to twist it a little bit and then you're going to believe that too because what you you just believe this other thing here. It's like, it's almost like magic, you know, or like, it's like, like you didn't see that card, like a magic trick. And so then um, they're like, somebody in this group, it's a female that's actually has masculine energy that all they need to do is just start identifying as a man and actually start to transition. Speaking of so also shores. Yes, yes. Their obsession with transitioning and <laughs> forcing people to transition. There's a scene that just haunts me where um one of the women they were in a lesbian relationship and her name is Anne. Yes. And he had proclaimed her as the quote unquote masculine one and he kept wanting to call her Dan. And she, you can see she's visibly bothered by this. Yeah. She's like, That's not my name. I don't want to be called that. I don't identify as a man. And he's like, Well, I'm gonna call you Dan. And basically saying, like, you're disrespecting me by not being called Dan or not calling yourself Dan and fully committing to being a man. And it was just really disturbing because I think it also, um, they're taking advantage of a movement that's happening, you know, where like the LGBTQ movement, where it's like being, you know, acceptance of who you are. And there was actually a trans woman, uh, who was a part of this and in one of the movie or one of the documentaries, um, and it just it like belittles what the LGBTQ are trying to do, because then you see people like this. And if if the masses are seeing something like this, then they might start thinking that all trans people are just like that, you know. Um, and so it's just so messed up on so many levels. Yeah. And I I, I, I want to touch on what you were just talking about with the disrespect before we talk about a little bit more deeper about the transitioning. But like, I think that was a big thing with Jeff. Was like, and that he he would yell at people for is like, how dare you disrespect me? How dare you? How dare you tell me that I am? I I don't know everything. Again, undefined head and Ajna. I don't know everything because I am the knower of everything, and I am the guru here. You are below me, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, and like being a defined heart, like and right. like I like as I was telling you earlier, I think this channel really says fuck off. And fuck you. Um, that's just like son. So that's a huge expression of his, the 51. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's a nice word. And it's in detriment. That not necessarily means a bad thing. I just, the way I see detriment and exaltation is more that that's kind of the starting point. It doesn't mean that you, especially on the personality side, it doesn't mean that you have to stay there. But for right. him, he doesn't know any better. So um, he's always going to be in that like 51, like, like, let me prove myself. Let me like push on, like, let me get you to jump. The 51 is the, is the jumper and the 25 is the jump. And so he's always, speaking of transitioning, speaking of shores, he's always trying to get people to jump. And I could also, we haven't talked about his potential motivation yet. I see on this chart, he might be hope motivation theist, mm. which would make a lot of sense because 
hope theist. I mean, he's obviously like obsessed with a God and talking about a God and being like, I'm communicating with God. They and have so, their church you know, now too. Yeah. Yeah. And they literally tried to start a religion um, or they're calling it a religion, which I think is for allegedly for tax purposes, <laughs> yes. but um, yeah, but they haven't been convicted of any of that or investigated for that. But um hope motivation i think is also the guru because there's the different uh archetypes for each motivation and i'm I'm pretty sure hope is the guru yeah um, but i i could see how he could be in transferred motivation and transferring to guilt and by like telling people what to do you know because hope says well i'm not going to get involved let's just hope things turn out okay or whatever and guilt says no this is the action that you have to take yeah and so or passive constantly transferred into guilt you know yeah well i think that's the big thing is that he his like openness and his transference really screams now like whereas we saw for with the first video he wasn't really sure he was a little bit more reserved um probably not yelling at people back then um, and now it's just like, you will feel my wrath and I will tell you what to do and I will tell you what's wrong with you, guilt. And instead of like that hope of like, hope really, I feel like it's very, one, it's a, it's one of the most spiritual of all all of the um, motivations, the yeah. second line. It's so yeah. spiritual. It's, it's the most spiritual. And it also speaks of like, I know it at my core that everything's supposed to work out just the way it's supposed to. But guilt says, actually, something needs to be tweaked. Something yeah. needs to be adjusted. Um, you change your gender. Oh, my God. That would be very – that would be a very, very guilt thing. And what is Shalia's potential here? Oh, she's hope. That's it. So they might – That I would love for that to be. We don't know. We don't know. It would be really fascinating if that. Um, I mean, let me see. If motivation can change pretty quickly, but yeah, that would be. Their environment stays the same, but I'm not sure about what's going on with their motivations. Yeah, so it's really hard when it comes to motiv motivation, and really with the variables, it could change by the minute. That's why I I was happy to see that they're both shores through and through yeah, that's fascinating i'm actually really surprised that that didn't change yeah yeah there's some sort of fixate fit that i mean this is as we can see this is a very fixed day for both of their charts which yeah. is nice for us because then we we can really kind of we can speculate a little bit more but yeah it's hard to tell i would love for them to actually have the opposite motivations where they're kind of playing off each other um i mean she is more as i said i believe she is the mastermind but she's more reserved and she's a let's talk about with being like can you talk a little bit because you're an emotional manifesting generator like yeah. like what is that kind of like how do you see that in relation to her with also being an emotional manifesting generator and the and the way she speaks and the way she talks and the way she moves like there's 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 a cadence to all of that i see yeah, well, because he is he's not. Oh, he is an MG because he has yeah. thirty four. So they're both MGs. Okay, yeah. So it makes sense, like why this kind of um blew up so quickly. Because I do see that with MGs, it's like we can manifest quickly, and then things can also fall apart quickly too, um, if they don't really have a strong foundation. But yeah, I mean, I see. I definitely can feel her 1222 because there are times where you can tell she's being more cautious. Like she's mm -hmm. not really saying much. She's holding back. 
um, the 12 can be very cautious with what it expresses and what it speaks. And then there will be times where she is very emotionally expressive and you can tell she's like, like throwing caution to the wind, you know? Um, also I think that channel, like a lot of actors have the 1222 or the gate of grace, you know, we can have a very graceful way of expressing ourselves and that can be alluring. But then there's the other side of that where we do something without grace, you know? And so I think we have to look at it as a full spectrum in the way that we see her expressing herself. And, and perhaps, um, you know, I can see in some of the videos where she's in an emotional high and she's like very bubbly and giggly and like, and then you can see at times where she's probably more in a low and she's more deadpan and Mm -hmm. probably doesn't really want to be on camera that day, but is forcing herself to be because you got to prove that open wide open heart wide open heart throughout the whole day she has it there's no gates that activate this center wide open yep you you have a wide open heart as well I do too yeah I have three gates reaching for it but I do have a wide open heart yeah Um, no gates off off the ego and I do think it's really interesting because Jeff's the defined ego and you and I were talking about this before we jumped on to record but how open egos can take advantage of defined egos and take advantage of that willpower. And it's almost like she's saying, you need to work for me. Like, and this is just what I'm imagining is happening behind the scenes is her being like, you need to work to me. You need to prove to me that you're a man. You need to take care of me. Um, And he talks a lot about that, her benefiting from the money that he's making it being in his divine masculine or whatever, and how he has her from head to toe in Prada and, yada yada and and she's you can tell she's just loving the the money yeah they like make videos of like basically her unboxing her new designer bags yeah and they're a hundred thousand dollar cars oh yeah he's like my lamborghini and like he's like here are all my cars and he's like and then they also like to remind you we were once poor too this is a definitely a marketing tactic we oh, yeah. were once poor too, but look at if you join Twin Flames Universe, this could be yours. And that's something that he also always like reiterates is that like if you do the things I tell you to do, very 2551, I feel like to me, like, like this and like this is the way that it is. Let me like instill my ego onto you. And then, you know, then maybe your life could be this great too drives me mad i try i like i'm just like the thing is and like what'd you say so you can see right through it i'm that's the other thing that i was just about to say is like when i watch a lot of these videos or even when i watch people that are like also talking about them the same thing over and over is is like how in the world could anybody fall for this like they don't Mm. even they're not even like graceful like about the way a way they're like look look at him I'm not trying like I'm not trying to pick people pull people apart right now but at the same time it's just like what is like what are other people seeing that maybe I'm not seeing I guess is the question that I'm asking myself um yeah even their marketing like you just look at their YouTube page and I'm kind of just like I don't all over the place see the appeal and like clearly they don't I don't know there there isn't quality branding you know that kind of thing well they're making other people they're making their minions work for free that have no yeah. marketing background or or know nothing about nothing and they're just basically 
telling them what to do, but like they're manifesting generators themselves. I'm not trying to be rude to the manifesting generators for a second, but you guys kind of, especially when you're in the not self, just like literally all over the place. Like to the point of where you don't know if you're up, down, left, right, what direction, what are we working on? Like they're constantly changing their tune. They're constantly changing the criteria of things and steps. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh, the skipping of the steps. This is where like you need to have a couple generators in there to like help yeah, you guys out. It's true. We can miss things. It's just it's just crazy, but also the uh, the other interesting thing is and we'll do a couple more and then we can close out, but like I find, what I found fascinating was that Shalia has an undefined spleen and then Jeff is defined where he's undefined here. And then in the solar plexus, but Shalia is defined. And they are basically mirrors of each other. Speaking of mirror exercise and also shores, um, it's it's just, it's fascinating the way that they play up here. They also almost have the full defense circuit, mm. um, except because Jeff has the six, she has the 59, they both have the 27. All they're missing is that 50 wow. between the defense circuit. I found that fascinating when I was looking at that earlier as well. Of course, they have the 59.6 as an electromagnetic. Of course. It, it's like... <laughs> no wonder they think that they're twin flames or whatever. Like, that electromagnetic is so intense. Oh, speaking of I, that, I have, the full I have channel, that with my... But... Oh, you do? I have the 59 and my husband has the 6. Okay, so you know firsthand. I've just I know had a lot first... of friends that have, like, fallen into relationships like that, like, with that electromagnetic and just hearing oh, yeah. about the passion and the heat. And... Oh, I can talk about that for a second. And you know what's really interesting? And the only re- reason why I know about this day, the day that we met, literally the day, and this is how why I'm like, the transits. You guys got to know about the transits. The yeah. day that we met, the 59.6 was in transit. Literally. And the six is my husband's conscious son. And the 59 is my unconscious Venus. Oh. And I, I, you know, when it comes to like love and passion, like I feel like the, the, the Venus and the sun coming together. That's that. And like, what's interesting though, is he rubbed me the wrong way. My husband rubbed me the wrong way when we first met and he is a six, two and he was in his third line phase. And I was like, who the fuck is this creeper? Um, you know, and, I, <laughs> but he, he won me over. Was he um, like, just trying to plug into your 59? Oh, he was <laughs> trying, to, trying pl- to plug oh, in. He was, he was really trying to plug in for a while. <laughs> I friend zoned him for quite a while. Um, and then eventually he wore me down cause he is a really good guy. But it's interesting, though, like, but once we were on, when the passion, the passion, and I mean, you know this because you have the whole channel, the passion between the 59.6, like, it is, I mean, it's the baby-making channel, the channel of fertility. I think it's probably much more intense as an electromagnetic than just having it like I do, Mm. too, from what I hear. Um, Like, I'm definitely a very passionate person, but I can see why it's the baby making channel and like why most people I know who have that as an electromagnetic have either had a kid or have had a pregnancy scare. Oh, yeah. We just not just to like, you know, be an open throat for a second. He knocked me up on both first tries with both. (laughs) Both our kids were it was one. It's surprised. We are very fertile together. It's that's why I'm like, you need to get snipped. Because yeah. I am not having a rave 
Okay. I'm not having no a rave. I have the, um, have you ever looked up that those, that you, like some of us hold the configuration? Yeah. I think I, it has to I be am the one variables in the variables. Or... Yeah. In the variables. Yeah. Yes. I, I am one that holds the oh. configuration. So I'm like, dude, I am not having a rave. Like we need no. to get this. We're done. <laughs> yeah. We're done here. I, and I'm also just done in general, but yeah. it, it's it is interesting watching them have almost the full defense circuitry having the 596 where they are basically locked in together that's what that means like and this is like is this like the most electromagnetic of all the body graph um or uh, like it's like no wonder no it's like that literally is the key as to how they started twin flames and how they also it's also like just like almost like an unconscious tactic to have yeah yeah because that's wow. that literally is saying like you want to learn how to bond, yeah. you want to learn how to get your man, how to get your lover, how to like be one with. And when it's actually just an electromagnetic that they're experiencing, <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to teach people how to get that, and it's like you can't teach that. That's just what's happening for you. No, no, there's <laughs> no, there's no teaching of the the fifty nine six and like no. being that. It's just it. it it's in or it's out. And I, and often though, when it comes to, and if you guys are like, guys are like, what is an electromagnetic? It's like, it's like a vibration between two people basically that like, they feel like, like, this is the person for me. Like you're just drawn. Like, it's just like, you're pulled in. Like there's two magnets coming together. Like you're just two ends being like merged together as one. But after like almost like the electromagnetic kind of like wears off a little bit, that's when things can get chaotic and where people are like, I thought I was in love. Yeah. I thought this was the one. And that's why I do love having the awareness around this with my husband, especially also with being a third line. Because I, I don't know how many times I've said to my husband, like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> like, But not like just like for the moment, like more so, but like just like where I need space, like I as yeah. a third line and being like the 59, I'm like, you need to like back the fuck up, dude. But where mm -hmm. if I didn't know that, that could really break somebody up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I very much can. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting that they have the 59.6 um, that also um, they create the 64.47. And I think that's really where um, Shalia with having the full channel, because wherever you have the full channel, obviously you're going to dominate the other person with. Right. And so she was able, and like she's got a lot of activity here too. Like it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that she's got a lot of thought. Constantly going. You can see it. You can see it in her eyes when you watch the videos. And this is also, and you have a defined Ajna though as well, right? Mm -hmm. Um, not a head, but Ajna. Like, and I'm open. I'm totally open up here. Um, where. I always notice people that have defined ajnas, especially because you guys hold back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like all the open open heads and and ajnas. They they need to like stop telling their opinion and mm -hmm. just shut the fuck up. Keep some things to yourself. Like let there be a little mystery, you right. know. But the the ones that maybe should express their thoughts, you guys kind of hold back a little bit. Well, that coupled with the twelve twenty two, because I have that same thing where defined mm -hmm. ajna. And, and my Ajna is attached to my throat. So maybe I find a little bit more ease in expressing than she does, but you can tell she 
is holding back a lot of the time. And I think that's why some people, and I even thought this too, I was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for her. I wonder if he's manipulating her, oh, a lot of people you say know, that just too. because of their body language. And like, I don't know, he seems like he's the mastermind of it. If you're just looking at the surface, but then when you started talking about, oh, I think she's a mastermind of it. And you can see how in her configuration, how her body language could be perceived as that. It's like, she's just churning and thinking and holding back and waiting for the right timing to express. I think she tells him, I think now more so, maybe not so at the beginning, but now more so she tells him things in secret. Um, and, and she also has the 13. This is her chart. Yeah. She also has the 13. She tells him things in secret. Um, and then he goes and does it because he's got the ego. Mm. Got that and she also has the 515 and that channel is. I have it. Oh my gosh. I mean, my friend's kid has that channel. And so that's how I've just experienced it the most. And it's like, I don't even know how he pulls me into his rhythm. It's like, he'll be like, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, no, I don't. And then somehow he pulls me <laughs> into doing it. And I'm like, he's not intentionally trying to no. manipulate me. It's just that I'm somehow doing the activity that he wanted to do when I was a no to it. You know, he just pulls me into it. And so I could see how the one with the 515 could come across as more of the controlling one. Mm. Yeah, I do notice that with myself now that I understand how the 515 works and like having it. And like when I go into settings with people or like I'm in conversation, like we're we're on my rhythm, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. I, we're, I'm telling you where we're going. OK, I'm giving you the direction. OK, you either want to talk about human design or you can leave the table. Because okay? <laughs> that's just what's happening. <laughs> I know. But it's weird. Like I. I go to these little gatherings, these little spiritual gatherings, like uh, once a month for this expo that I do. Um, and she might be listening to this. Um, but uh, and so it's interesting because I'm never intentionally a lot of times and maybe it's, it could come across that way because of my 515 channel. I'm never intentionally um, when I go into these settings, especially with being an open throat and being right body. I oftentimes am, um, just sitting there very, very quiet as a mouse. But yeah. for whatever reason. We're always getting into human design. I don't know. Someone will be like, oh, yeah, Crystal is really, really great with human design. And then all of a sudden I'm telling everybody their charts <laughs> at the table. And I'm like, how did I'm like, how did this happen? Um, but it's the five. It's the five. Yeah. Yeah. So I there is something to be said, said with that. And I think mixing the 515 with like group settings especially mm -hmm. like when they do their either their large the large group zoom calls or when they do uh their stage stuff where they gather people to whatever the hell that's called and maybe even their church stuff whatever that is too um i feel like that's all from her yeah. with with the 515 like it's yeah. it's it's just got that natural capability of being able to pull people in. So this is the routine we're going to be on. This is this is the setting. Um, you're going in this direction or you can get the hell out. Yeah, I feel like he's the yes man. Like he's mm -hmm. just like doing what she wants him to do with that 2034, just making it happen. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't have like she's yeah, she's got she's got the sacral here. But then what gives her the manifesting is the 1222. That's how yeah. she's a manifesting generator. If you guys didn't know, if you're also educational, I like to like kind of like point things out so you guys can see how things work and where they are and all those things. Um, they both. Oh, wait, no, he has it. So she, that's the other interesting thing. So they have like a lot of like opposite placements other than the manifesting generated stuff um, where he has a defined route and she has an undefined route. 
and where she's defined up here um, as well. And then he's open. Which could also play into the twin flame situation. Like if you meet somebody and they fill in all the areas that you're defined or that you're open, like I could see how that could feel. Yeah. That could feel like a coming together. Or if they're, if you're nine and oh, nowhere to go um, in your connection chart. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. 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 I, I make that up with my, my youngest son. And, um, and I think that's also, it is very, actually, that's a perfect example of what a twin flame kind of like looks like a little bit, because it's like right. the nine O gets locked in to each other's yeah. rhythm together. And they're on, they're, they're doing their own thing together. And it's almost like they convince people, you can have this too. Yeah. You can have this too. You want to be locked in with someone for life? Come into our auras and we'll show you how to do that. It's such manipulation that it's just like it's all here it's like like we could literally talk about this for days is there anything that you want to close out with that you think that maybe um like we didn't talk about in in reference to the documentary like i know we went into the the gender transitions we we went into a lot of like some of the background of themselves and things that have happened but what else is there anything that we're missing that maybe we want to let people know or that we also can see in the charts that uh, we should talk about before we close out. I don't think so. I th- I think at least we talked about everything that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, let me just look at. Let me also look at my notes because I wrote. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're the one with all the investigation. Yeah. The other thing, okay. The other thing that I do want to just mention that I found to be interesting and also a little vomit worthy was that every time, like, on I wish we would have had had one of these episodes. Is like when Jeff comes on, he's always like. And we're in we're in for another juicy episode. And I'm just like, it's just it sounds gross, but it's also yeah. like very sacral at the same mm-hmm. time, because I talk about the sacral juice a lot. I, I like to reference it. And I'm just like, for the love of everything, you are giving us sacral <laughs> beings. I said this to you earlier. I'm like, yeah. you're giving us sacral beings a bad name, Jeff. I know my defined heart man giving me a bad name. And um. The other thing that I wrote, let me just read my notes here. I wrote, takes concepts that actually make a lot of sense, that we talked about this earlier, and people relate relate to them, and then they kind of make them into like a word salad that also um, I saw a lot with Jody Hildebrandt, um, with Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt. You're like, it's a concept that everybody knows about, and this is a big thing with cults. It's a concept that everybody knows about, but then like they'll distort it into like where... You're like, what did you just say? But you're like, but the last thing you said made sense. So this has to also make sense too. Right, right. And that that really that really was a big thing for me. They tell a lot of people, and this is also another thing that a lot of people are like, um, that makes sense. But then they'll like they'll twist it. Is that they said they'll tell they'll tell you if you aren't being supported. This is how they got you to disconnect from your family. They'll tell you if you aren't being supported by your environment that there's an energy leak. Mm, yep. And I was like, dude, energy leaking is a thing, number one. But the way you're doing it and saying, if everybody is is like against you, that that means that there's an energy leak and, in, and that means you need to cut them off. Right. And also if they were seeking out LGBTQ folks, then, I mean, those people obviously not all, but I think just, I have had a lot of LGBTQ friends and they've 
shared about not feeling accepted from their family and that's why they find their chosen family. And so that could be an insecurity or a trauma or a pain that they could really hone in on. If there's already somebody who's feeling like they don't belong in their family or just feeling like they're not being accepted and then they're telling them, you know, we'll accept you, we'll support you, your family doesn't accept your true self or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a big tactic for cults too to also be aware of is is that they're basically speaking one to a lot of your trauma, a lot of your pain points, a lot of things you've gone gone through where you kind of you already feel alone and you already feel like an outsider in some way, so they'll play off of that. So these are some, you know, here I guess let's stop sharing our screen. You know, these are some things that you can just be mindful of. Again, nothing here take as fact. Obviously, do your own research, use your own discretion, use your own authority. Um, but we would also love to know your thoughts. Like, what do you think about this? Have you watched the true um, the um, Twin Flames universe documentaries? What did you get out of it? What is your take? What do you think of their charts? And what do you think their profile lines are? I really want someone to tell me. I'm pretty sold on two four at this point. You are. Jeff. You are definitely. You are. Sold. I think I'm sold. You are sold. Yeah, but you- I could be convinced otherwise. So if somebody has a compelling argument at, for a one three or one four, I could definitely be convinced. Yeah, there's, there's. I think this could go in many different different directions. And I think when it comes to manifesting generators, we really just don't know. Yeah. Like we don't know where where you are, or what you are. So it, we they yeah. could fool us. It's hard to generalize. That's the thing that's tough about human design is unless you've spent time with somebody, um, it is really challenging to generalize. Even the centers, like mm-hmm. those can show up in such a variety of ways. Yeah, it really depends. It really depends on like the nature verse nurture rule. Yeah. Like I really because like totally. the way like my defined heart works, whether somebody let's say somebody else that has the exact same 4426, even placements down to planets, even lines that I have could be very, very different for me with the way that operates, um, depending on how they were raised. Totally. Yeah. So that's why it's culture like it can be expressed so differently. So. Yeah. So don't take any of this as fact, but we hope that maybe you got some, had some fun and you got, you got something out of it. You learned something new about human design. This is a fun way to actually learn about design is to pull up people's charts. We'll definitely do more. And thanks for coming to True Crime Human Design. And we will see you over on the next one. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of our podcast on the Human Design and Astro Club. We hope you have found the information insightful and useful. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review and sharing it with your friends and family. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to reach out to us with any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.